welcome back to Rhyme and Reason. I'm Sadie Jones. And I'm Christina Dillsdale. And this is our third ever episode of the podcast. Yeah! Woohoo! <laughs> so today, Christina, what phrase are we getting into? We're talking about son of a gun. Oh my gosh. I bet y'all have heard that one before. I have. People <laughs> usually use it as like an alternative to like a really bad... Like, when they're around children, they don't want to swear. Yeah, and I've heard, like, ah, you old son of a gun, in a sort of style that reminds me of, uh, like, the Great Gatsby talking to the narrator, mm-hmm. Nick, in um, in that novel. He called him old sport all the time, but it had that same, like, <laughs> that same vibe. Yeah. The whole, like, oh, you old son of a gun, or old sport. Like, old sport. He said, like, an old buddy kind of way. But I feel it, like... Old sport needs to be said with an accent, else it sounds weird. Like, saying it just with an American accent, like... Just, like, talking like that. Oh, old sport. Like, oh, old sport. (laughs) Unless it's a dog. Oh, that's true. But not a person. Not a person. (laughs) If you have that, like, um... Like, what is it called? Like, the transatlantic accent? Yeah, that's what I'm looking for. Transatlantic. I was gonna say New England, but that's not... Every every New Englander does not have a transatlantic accent. (laughs) No. I wish. That would be amazing. That would be funny. I'd move to New England. Would you? Yeah. Just for the accent? I mean, Boston's, like, covered in snow right now. And we're in summer clothes at the moment. That's true. So. Mm, I take it back. (laughs) (laughs) I can for sure say I don't want to live there. I I mean, I know that snow is beautiful, but, and more power to you that you guys have to heat up your cars and scrape ice off your windows in the morning. Mm -mm. I don't envy that. You should come visit us. I've lived that life and never again. Right? I mean, when I lived in that situation, I didn't have a car to scrape ice off of my window because I was a child Mm. and didn't have to worry about that sort Mm. of stuff. (laughs) And so as an adult, I don't think I would want to. But shoveling the driveway... I'm sure you had to shovel snow. I did. My biggest snow memories, because we moved to California when I was like a teenager, mm-hmm. early teenager, mm-hmm. um, is usually getting covered in the snow by like my cousins or something. I have one memory in particular of my brother, and he's like nine years older uh-huh. than me. And so he was a teenager and I was a kid. And it was like the first snow of the season. And so we went outside. We're all excited. And then I fell because I'm, oh. I'm me and I tripped on something. <laughs> and um, instead of, like, helping me up, he thought it would be funny if they just covered just me in snow. you in the snow. <laughs> yeah. So that was fun. Yeah. <laughs> snow that, time. That or making snow angels. Yeah. Good Lots of snow time. angels. Sledding. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Do you remember, like, getting the tops of trash cans? I never did that. that. You didn't do that? No, I I always had, like, a proper sled. Oh, no, I just grabbed a trash can. Yeah, it works. Or whatever was around. I think our cousins had, like, actual sleds. Or when it got super icy, you could just, like, go down on your belly, like, penguin style. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Staying up till, like, midnight to see if your school was on the snow (gasps) day list. Yes! Oh, my God. Snow day list, and you're just like, please, please, please. Fingers crossed looking at the TV. Yeah. Hmm. So we are currently recording in my dining room, but this is going to be day one of the podcast room update. Yes. We will have a podcast room one day, you guys. Soon. One day very soon. There's currently a bed in it, though, so we can't really get everything all set up the way I want to. But update is photos are going online. And thingins are going to be sold. Thingins. Thingins. All the thingins going to be sold, and then we're moving all the podcast junk in there. 
Mm-hmm. There will be photos on Instagram. You guys can follow along. All right, but anyway, let's get into the actual episode. All right, let's do it. Okay. So, um, to start off, I would start with some basic definitions. Let's see what we're dealing with right now. Okay. Uh, so, according to dictionary.com, good old dictionary.com, son of a gun has uh, three meanings. Um, a rogue or a rascal, or like a scoundrel, someone mm. like... Like Han Solo. Han Solo. <laughs> Star Wars. <laughs> exactly. Um, and the example they gave is that son of a gun still owes me $20. Huh. What yeah. a low amount of money to what be a son of a scoundrel. <laughs> <laughs> or a tiresome or disagreeable matter or chore. Or used as an affectionate greeting or term of address. Sort of like what I said with uh, the Great Gatsby thing. Mm-hmm. The example they use is a funny... There's a funny name, so I'm going to say it. Charlie Humplemeyer, you old son of a gun. How are you? Humplemeyer. I mean, that's how it's spelled. I like it. <laughs> Humplemeyer. Old humps. <laughs> old, old humps. Old humps. Uh, an emphatic expression of affection for a man one considers daring, mischievous, or tough. Hmm. An inanimate object that is problematic. Oh, I've definitely done that. Right? My car broke down, and if I can't figure out how to fix that son of a gun, I'm not going to be able to get anywhere. Oh. That was another example. Um, a worthless person. An example uh, oh, God. <laughs> for that was saying it's, an, it's a substitute for son of a bitch. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, or it could be an affectionate and humorous way of addressing someone in like an informal matter that you haven't seen in a while. An old buddy. Um, but let's get to let's get to the root of it. Yes. Where does it come from? Where indeed. So the term arose in reference um, to the guns on board of ships. Mm. And sailors used to be allowed to sometimes bring their wives along with them. Or, I mean, I guess it started that way. And uh, then other times it'd just be like a ship girl. It'd just be a ship, like a, like you know how... Ooh, a ship girl. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, kind of. Would she basically be like a pirate groupie? Uh, kind of. It'd be like... Um, like a kitchen girl or someone on the ship. And mm. so anyone, any of the kids born on the ship, instead of having like an actual, fa- like, oh, that guy's your dad. It'd be like, oh, that son of a gun. Or it also came to mean like during uh, times of war, soldiers from overseas would, um, they would, you know, come across, be stationed wherever it was. Uh, a lot of it has to be origined in uh British cultures mm-hmm. in England is a lot of where I see it popping up uh, okay. originally. Mm-hmm. Um, so it'd be a son of a sailor or an armed soldier, a military man um, that was born to a woman out of wedlock. And so babies like, born at the sea, uh, born uh, at sea on the ships and mm-hmm. being called son of a gun, uh, sometimes because they were accompanying their husbands on whatever, sa- uh, whatever naval trip. Other times it's because they were just like one of the ship girls. Mm-hmm. Unknown, unknown heritage. <laughs> uh, it could be like a despicable person. These are just more definitions. Uh, there's dispute among etymologists about the origin of this phrase. As always, disputes only occur where there's no definitive evidence. So mm-hmm. they uh, provided a few sources so that people can make up their own minds as to where they think it actually came from. Okay. Um, so the first example they give from the Royal Navy Museum 
is uh, the phrase or originated as, quote, son of a military man. And then in parentheses, it says that is a gun because military mm. men were referred to as guns. Guns are hired guns. Exactly. So uh, that is in reference to them as an individual as well as like the thing on the ship in one uh-huh, of those situations. That sense. Yeah. Uh, so most commonly repeated version in, uh, in this thread about it was that the British Navy used to allow women uh, to live on the naval ships and mm. any child on board on board who had uncertain paternity would be listed in the ship's log as quote son of a gun Uh Mm uh-huh um although the royal navy had rules against it they did turn a blind eye to women wives or prostitutes Mm. uh joining sailors on the voyages so this version has plausibility on its side um as to a reason why this phrase came about sources for this point of view like i said are the royal navy museum who has confirmed that women sometimes traveled on vessels during the age of um sailing and big naval battles and things like that the sailor's word book william henry smith or smythe it's smith with a y Mm. so however you pronounce that um, in 1867, said a son of a gun is an epith- epithet conveying a contempt in a slight degree, mm. and originally applied to boys born afloat, when uh, when women were permitted to accompany their husbands at sea. One admiral declared that he literally was thus cradled under the breast of a gun carriage, hmm. which would be the guns at the back of the ship. So they said it in a way that was like kind of like looking sort of, down on you almost. Yeah, like sort of like bastard, like yeah. has that air of contempt to it, like that. Huh. Like it would hang this aura of negativity. Around, right. Like, around oh, you're a son of a gun. We right. Don't, like it we less, don't like you. It lowered your status somehow. Huh. Yeah. And then in Fighting Words uh, by Christine Ammer in 1999, a quote example is, a baby conceived during wartime. In World War I, the term denoted the illegitimate offspring of servicemen, a son of a gun. Hmm. John B. in a Dictionary of the Turf in 1823 said it means a soldier's bastard, yeah. which is, you know, plays into the whole contempt Yeah, thing. pretty good summary. <laughs> <laughs> right. The first note printed source is the British Apollo number 43 in 1708. Wow. Yeah, a while ago. Uh, You're a son of a gun. That was the quote in which it appeared. It just has that part. Mm -hmm. Um, The source doesn't mention the military and Smith's version. uh, Smith with a Y, his version, came out 150 years later. But he was himself a Royal Navy admiral. Admiral. Not admiral. (laughs) Admiral. And in a better position uh, than most to know what went on aboard the naval ships. Uh So... At least for sure, 1820s, mid-1820s, but it is noted in 1708, but it's not really clarified. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. Counter to that, you might think it unusual that military men didn't appear to have daughters, because they're all sons. Right. (laughs) Like, wouldn't a girl happen every once in a while, you guys? Um, Or it might just be because of sexism that they Uh, they all just said son of a gun. Anyway. I doubt they all had boys. <laughs> Only boys. Only boys. All the time. Um, another idea outside of the military man would be that the term is euphemistic and derived as a conveniently rhyming alternative to son of a bitch or whore, which we talked about being really popular in America. Not so much the son of a whore one, but son of a bitch I've heard it yeah. in place of. I don't really <laughs> hear people say son of a whore, though. No. Your mother was a hamster, (laughs) and your father smelt of elderberries. (laughs) (laughs) 
The term has been a part of language for centuries, certainly long enough for people to come up with a euphemism for it. Shakespeare used something like it uh, in King Lear in 1605. One that art nothing but the composition of knave, beggar, coward, pander, and the son of heir of a mongrel bitch. Whoa. Jeez, Shakespeare. He got real with that one. Yeah, he did. Other sources in print in the 19th century point to the meaning, at least of the phrase, uh, indicating contempt. So, mm. if not meaning son of a bitch or son of a whore, it's at least meant in a derogatory way. way. And he lists a couple examples, one being in Harper's Magazine in 1883, thou lubbery duck-legged son of a gun. <laughs> <laughs> duck-legged duck-legged son of a gun oh my like goodness uh the military version has some circumstantial evidence to support it um the rhyming euphemism origin i mean sure sure <laughs> <laughs> it's a good replacement for it uh but overall phrase.com was like sure yeah. it could mean that it makes sense but considering it's mostly going off of the smith with a y guy and um the royal Navy's mm-hmm. museum. It's it indicates that like yes, it seems like that could be where it came from at least in part, but not necessarily if that's where it originated because it mm. might have it might have originated earlier, like with the 1703 note in the um, Apollo log, the British Apollo log. But which one do you think it is? I think the military one makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, and it could be older than the 1820s when the Smith uh, Henry Smith wrote about it, mm-hmm. but uh, that being the origination for it just makes sense to me me too even if it's not the first time it was used it could be the first time that like it became a common phrase for people especially like they were saying a lot of it in world war one but then again world war one was in the early 1900s right started in what 1914 Mm -hmm. and then it was also noted in the 1820s and then that one notion in 1703 or 05 or whatever it was we've been at war with each other for, you know, as long as we've had countries <laughs> or ca- tribes. Or humans. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. As long as we've formed groups and decided we didn't like another group, we've been doing that. Mm-hmm. And so it it just makes sense that that could be where it came from, if not further back than what we've seen noted in things. Yeah. Um, and then another, another source, Snopes.com, because they are amazing. Snopes. Snopes. I love them. Um, and so they look at the claim that son of a gun is, uh, comes from the disputed parentage of a child born on board a ship without uh, knowing who the father was. Mm-hmm. And then they have, in like all red bold letters, classified that its status is undetermined origin. They say that it's likely, but overall there's not enough evidence sure. to really support it. One way or the other. Exactly. Another explanation for son of a gun ties the phrase to the reason uh, for shotgun weddings. Aha! Uh-huh. I see. The child of such unions was deemed a son of the gun. Son of the gun, not son of a gun. The gun. The Specific gun. gun. Son of the shotgun involved in the wedding. Oh, man. <laughs> this might seem a more reasonable origin to some, but um, it did not appear or start 
popping up in relation to shotgun weddings until about 1922. <laughs> so that is about 200 or so years later <laughs> than when we first saw it. So I'm going to say that one's probably not the origination, but a fun connection. Yeah, somebody was like, hey. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I think I'm going to remember, I remember this phrase. I like it, but it connected. Um, <laughs> but yeah, my favorite is the, even if it's officially undetermined as far as not having enough evidence for it, would be... The son of a military man. Yeah. I think that makes the most sense. Yeah. I prefer, like, there was most examples were the ones on the ship, where it's like son of a gun in the log on the ship mm-hmm. being the origination. Yep. In my looking into all of this, I've seen other stories, like American soldiers during World War One or World War Two that were stationed in England or Germany or what have you, mm-hmm. and them having flings or affairs with local women mm-hmm. and maybe leaving before they had or knowledge of the child or just peacing out because yeah. that happens, even if it. It really sucks. Yeah, it really <laughs> um, sucks. And I've heard it talked about in that sense, like those children being called son of a gun because yep. they're cl- bastards after wartime and then it's associated that way. Uh, mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I think that one's the most plausible meaning for it. I, I agree. I think that one makes the most sense, mm-hmm. especially since you were like a hired gun. Right. Son of a gun. It makes sense to me. Yeah, it works. Yeah. It works. So that's what I like, even though the shotgun wedding one is fun. It is fun. But yeah, that's what we got for Son of a Gun, y'all. I hope you learned something. Mm-hmm. I definitely learned something. Oh, that yeah. was great. But yeah, we wanted to say outside of all this talk about guns and military and um, children and stuff, a <laughs> uh, big thank you to everyone who's been supporting us yeah. with this so far. I know it's only episode three, and we're still getting our feet wet with it. Yeah, it's really awesome being able to see that people are leaving us feedback already. Yeah! I love it. What feedback have you gotten? Uh, just people saying like, oh, you guys, that was really fun to listen to or things like that. Like, that's really nice to hear. Yeah. One thing that uh, we should have brought up with the Green with Envy episode, and mm-hmm. I don't, it was in some of my notes and it slipped my mind to mention it, um, that someone brought up, which would be fun to get into for some other episodes, mm-hmm. um, but the four, um, the four humors and bile is a very big aspect. Just remember it. <laughs> remember it. <laughs> remember bile and the four humors. It'll come up again later. <laughs> but yeah, that's what we got for you guys this week. Um, make sure to check out our other episodes. Currently, we have two mm-hmm. online. We've got our first one, Green with Envy, and then our second one. Hanging by a thread. Yep. Uh, you can find us wherever you find podcasts. Hopefully, we're working on it. I know you can definitely find us on iTunes right now. Mm-hmm. And if you like us, give us a thumbs up, give us a rating, give us a comment, do all the things that you need to do. Subscribe to the feed. Subscribe to us, because then you'll always hear us every week. Mm -hmm. Every Wednesday, by the way. Every Wednesday. Next one is going to be on what day? This one's getting posted on March 28th. Yep. So... It'll be the week after that. (laughs) Whatever week from today is, you guys, that's when the next one's happening. Um, But yeah, we really love your feedback. And then you can also check us out on social media and give us more feedback over there. You can find us Rhyme Reason Pod. All one word on everything. Everything. And then if you have any suggestions or comments or things, you can email us um, at rhymereasonpod at gmail.com. Um, But yeah, thanks for listening, and we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye.